Welcome to Second Half Now, a listening experience for the 50-plus generation, second-halfers, boomers, and seniors. The mission of this show is to help people learn how to live a life that matters. This is what adds purpose and fulfillment to our days and helps us make sense of this crazy thing called life. Your hosts are Dr. Dan Critchett and Patrick Lyons, and the show is all about guests and topics that deal with the challenges and opportunities of real people in today's world. If you want to live a life that matters, Dr. Dan and Patrick are in the studio now and ready to begin today's discussion. Let's join them now. You have got Second Half Now. This is a uh, radio show and a podcast that is uniquely designed for the age 50-plus generation. We're pleased to be here and invite you to uh, join us. Uh, This is where we discuss the things that are important to us in the second half of life, which is always a whole lot different than uh, what we were doing or thinking in the first half of life. And I want to welcome you to the discussion, invite you to pull up a chair and join us at the table. I'm your host, Dr. Dan Critchett, along with our co-host, Patrick Lyons. So, Patrick, here we are again doing another valuable show. What's the good word for today? Well, Dan, today the uh, the topic, we're going to talk about shepherding. And so the good word comes from 1 Peter uh, 5, verses 2 and 3. Be shepherds of God's flock that is under your care, watching over them, not because you must, but because you're willing, as God wants you to be, not pursuing dishonest gain, but eager to serve, not lording it over those entrusted to you, but being examples to the flock. And the reference for that again, First Peter? First Peter 5, uh, ver- verses 2 and 3. Excellent. Thank yes. you. You know, folks, our culture is undergoing seismic changes that affect every living generation, and uh, no one could have seen uh, developing or happening where we are right now. And we want to say that today, grandparenting is not like it was in any previous American generation And the challenge for the 50-plus folks is that many of us have to make significant, shall we say, adjustments to what we thought these years were going to look like for us. And for some, the adjustments are literally life-changing. So in studio today with us is Rick Johnson. He is a nationally known speaker and workshop leader, author of more than a dozen books on parenting, marriage, and family life. And I really value, value Rick's work because... Uh, He really has a lot of experience and expertise, which we're going to refer to just in a minute. So uh, he's been a guest on hundreds of radio and TV shows. We're delighted to have him here today, and he's in the middle of his own life-changing adjustments. We're going to hear about that as well. So he's an expert on the subject, not only gathering the research and development for the books and speeches and uh, workshops and resources, but his own unexpected circumstances. So invite you to lean into our discussion table This is going to be a positive and practical discussion. Uh, The title for today's show is The Joys and Challenges of Grandparenting Today. Rick Johnson, thanks so much for coming in today, and welcome to Second Half Now. Thanks. Hi, Dan. Patrick, good good to be here. We are just really pleased. We have a lot that we want to cover because you have a unique situation uh, that will affect and uh, be resonated with some of our listeners uh, and uh, But I want to start with this. Our culture has uh, changed the role of grandparents today, and you had told us that you've got some figures, some stats that kind of tell us what the shape of that change is. Sure. You know, one of the fastest growing uh, family units in the U.S. is grandparents raising their grandchildren. According to the 2014 census, about 8 million, 8 million children are being raised today by about 5 million grandparents. And this is an increase of 
27% in the last decade. Mm. And I would imagine in the last four years that that figure has gotten even larger. Plus you factor in, that's just grandparents raising grandchildren. That doesn't factor in taking care of them during the week when, when the parents are working or, you know, having them on the weekends or, or mom's a single mom living with the kids, with the grandparents. Um, so, you know, when you factor all that in, it's probably a pretty significant percentage of grandparents that are directly uh, helping to raise their grandchildren mm. now today. And I think any grandparent today will benefit a lot by what we're going to cover. Rick, it's a, a joy to have you in the studio. You've written several books. I know we actually, I, I own some of those books <laughs> on parenting. Talk to us about the valuable role of a grandparent, how it's different from a parent. Uh, how can a, a grandparent add to the grandchild's life in a way that, that no one else can? Yeah, I think grandparents uh, add significantly to the lives of children in, in a lot of ways that we probably don't give credit for in our culture today. If you just look at the, um, I think the relationship between grandchildren and grandparents uh, different. Parental love tends to be a little bit more disciplinary. You know, our role as a parent is to teach, is to discipline. Um, our love is unconditional yet probably a little bit performance-based as well, if we're being honest. <laughs> um, my experience as a grandparent is that love is completely unconditional. Um, the minute you see your grandchild, you know, God has placed it in us that, uh, you know, the, the old saying, which is kind of a joke, but I think it's true, is is grandchildren are God's blessing for not killing your kids when they're teenagers, right? <laughs> and so, you know, I think grandparents bring that element of unconditional love to the table, but they also bring a lot of other things like being able to reinforce uh, values of the parents that, uh, you know, our kids a lot of times don't listen to what we tell them, but have somebody else come along, an aunt, an uncle, grandparents, people that they know care and love about them, and they'll readily listen to what they have to say. Our experiences that we have that we're able to share with them, resources that we bring to the table that maybe parents don't have, mm. time that we have that are that our children might have while they're trying to work and build their life as a, as a family. So, you know, all these things grandparents bring to the table that I think are hugely important for the development of healthy children. I wonder if one of the keys is unhurried time sometimes mm. because the parents are all scrambled, they're doing work and everything else, and they're dropping the kids off and chasing around. But sometimes, at least as I see what appears to be grandparents and grandkids, they're just kind of laid back and kind of unhurried and... Um, I guess uh, you were talking about the, the blessing of grandkids, and maybe you can speak to this too. I, I saw a bumper sticker one time that, that said, um, oh, let's see, how did it go? It said, if I would have known that grandkids were so much fun, I would have had them first. <laughs> so, but Rick, you have your own story and your own situation because you are, shall we say, an SME, you're a subject matter expert of uh, having uh, in the major adjustment is that you have your little granddaughter that is living with you and your wife, and you have adopted her, and you are raising her. And uh, so you have the, kind of that two thing going on. You're the parent and the grandparent at the same time. So maybe our our listeners would benefit by you telling your story so that we can get into some of the cues and clues uh, that would give some some ideas for folks. Sure. And and I want to, you know, I need to be careful about, sure. about how I say this, but... Um, uh, you know, our, 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 our goal, I, I guess our vision as grandparents, our dream was that we were going to be traditional kind of grandparents and, and see our kid, our grandkids, you know, once or twice a week and, right. and feed them full of sugar and send them home uh, as payback <laughs> <Yeah>. for, <laughs> for our kids. 
and you know, and just have that idyllic kind of uh, lifestyle and travel the world with my wife and fall back in love with her again. Yeah. And um, uh, when our granddaughter was uh, 16 months old, our son passed away, and um, we uh, we took custody of the little girl, and um, we've had her ever since. She's six now. Uh, the adoption took going through the state, you know, with all that issues took about three and a half years so we've officially been her her uh, parents if you will for um probably the last year and a half or so two years and um so you know that's uh put a completely different um spin on our whole life and um it's changed a lot of things and um kind of give us a, a unique insight into what i think a lot of grandparents are experiencing again whether they're formally fostering or adopted their grandchildren or whether they're in some way even partially you know i think the the pressures and the stresses and the and the joys are 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 some, are some of the same things so but if i may clearly that that not you said that wasn't the plan challenged you um how has it blessed you well you know having this little girl in our life is um is a blessing in ways that you probably wouldn't recognize at the beginning uh, of the situation Certainly, um, in in our unique situation, having lost a, a, a child, uh, you know, and her having lost a father, there's a tremendous amount of grief. There's a tremendous amount of trauma, and and I think having her in our lives has helped. You know, we've we've not only had to be cognizant of helping her to deal with some of those traumas, but she's helped us in that in that grieving process as well. Mm. But you know, there's a, there's a ton of joys of, with having you know grandchildren in your life and. And we can talk about some of those. And, and that unhurried time is one of the things I think that, you know, I think he had a great insight on that. And, you know, our kids today are so into video and electronics and things like that, that um, having that face-to-face -face time alone, unhurried time with, with a grandparent is, um, is very, very, very helpful to the development of a mm -hmm. child's brain. Could you take us into your home just for a moment here? <laughs> um, I it's know chaos, I tell you, it's <laughs> chaos. <laughs> Well, I'm just thinking, you know, like, you know, first thing in the morning or when you come home after a day, and uh, the, I imagine there's two things going on. One is, oh my gosh, this girl has a lot of energy. Mm. But there's that other <laughs> side too. This is, you know, flesh of my flesh, and mm -hmm. she's so sweet, and, and I'm, I get to love her. So can you, can you take us in there a little bit and give us a little insight about that? Well, yeah, it is a lot of, a lot of chaos. I don't remember my kids. Well, and I know they did. But I don't remember them having the kind of energy level that because you had more was. energy back then. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> yeah. And probably I was gone a lot more out of the mm -hmm. home, and my wife had to had to raise the kids yeah. more than than I did. But um, yeah, you know, I mean, she's still at the age where when she sees you, she comes running and mm -hmm. grab jumps in your arms and yells, "Dad!" And you know, I mean, that's something that you know you miss from when your kids were little. Yeah. You kind of take it for granted when you're a young father and you're busy working. Yeah. And then, um, you know, getting, being able to relive having that joy of them seeing you just for who you are, yeah. uh, that you're, you're back home or whatever is a pretty special thing. And you recognize that in her life, you are the main thing. I mean, that, that'll change over time. Yeah. But you're so extraordinarily important in exactly. her little life. Right. Yeah. And, you know, and, and there's been a lot of changes in our life. There's been a lot of changes in my career that have taken place because of this. And, and I'm not sure what God's plan is through all that. 
whether my role now is just somewhat of a kinsman redeemer, if you will, mm-hmm. um, where my role is just to raise this little girl now to be whatever God's plan for her life is, mm-hmm. uh, or if God has something else in store that he's just, that I'm <laughs> waiting for to see uh, what's going to take place. There's always more coming, isn't there? There seems to be. Unfortunately, yeah. I never seem to know what it is, at least until after it happens. Well, it's so. a surprise. That's the way God works, right? <laughs> if we knew it all ahead of time, that uh, it true. would, yeah, it'd be a whole lot different. So, um, I, I want to just maybe mention something, or, or maybe if it's maybe it's a question that you'd like to address. You and I have met a number of times for coffee, and we kind of we chat because we have some other things in common. And um, the word that comes to my mind when I think about you, Rick, is surrender. Because you came to that point when you knew that you didn't have a choice and you had to surrender whatever those dreams were for the future. And uh, I just wonder how that has gone for you. And maybe it's a question, maybe I just want to say it. But for any other grandparents that are dealing with some measure of that, with total you know, change of the future that, that they were thinking of, it's, uh, it's got to be surrender. I'd like to have you... Uh, Uh, Talk to us about that right after the break. So folks, don't go away. We'll be right back. Do you have aging loved ones who need some help at home? How do you know when it's time to get some assistance? And what are the signs they may not be able to live at home safely? Golden Placement Services specializes in these questions and transitions. They provide professional placement services when it comes time to find a safe, comfortable place for your loved one to live. These are people you can trust, and their services are provided at no charge to your family. Call Diane Delaney at 503-926-2111. That's 503-926-2111. Golden Placement Services. Caring professionals you can trust. Sometimes we just need a little help around the house. Small repairs, painting, lawn and yard maintenance, cleanup jobs. These are some of the things handled by Sheldon's Maintenance. Or if your roof needs repair or replacing, or if you have a kitchen or bathroom that needs remodeling or updating, Sheldon's Maintenance is your go-to source for help. For all your handyman needs, call Sheldon's Maintenance for a free estimate. 503-804-7717. That's 503-804-7717. Sheldon's Maintenance for all your handyman needs. If you are even thinking about buying or selling a house, you really need to talk to the best in the business. You probably have lots of important questions. After all, it's not just a house, it's your home. Dave Long at 24-7 Properties is the realtor who can answer your questions and provide lots of options. There's no cost or obligation to get his accurate, reliable information that will help you make the decisions that are best for you. Call Dave Long at 503-607-4260. 16. That's 503 24-7 properties. It's not just your house, it's your home. Hello, Milo. Believes that prevention and proactive thinking are the future of aging with grace and independence at home. We offer regular delivery of healthy, nutritious meals designed by a certified, licensed dietitian. Our meals are chef-prepared and delivered to the home. We also offer helpful home visits by our trained companions who can help with light housekeeping, small helpful tasks, or personal activities such as going for a walk, working a puzzle, or just having a friendly chat. Find out how we can help you or your loved one. Call Milo at 877-243-5928. That's 877-243-5928. Hello, Milo. Promoting grace and independence at home. Welcome back to Second Half Now. We're so glad you're here. Uh, we also want to give a special thank you to Nancy Cummings, 
uh, reverse mortgage specialist. Special thanks to Jay Tompkins, products and strategies for anti-aging and wellness, to serving our neighbors who are raising up leaders and building bridges to better our communities. Thanks to Bob Lum with integrity and service for all your insurance needs, to Better Smarter Richer where you can do what you love and earn an income doing it, Thanks to Carmen Farmer, the enjoyment coach for retirees who want more fun and fulfillment, and to Marriage Architects, where you can design and build your dream marriage. You can find out more about these and all of our sponsors, all of our great sponsors, on our website. Go to secondhalfnow.com and click on the Network tab. We really want to encourage you to do that because we don't sell anything on this show and we don't ask for donations and our sponsors really provide this show for you. And we have vetted them, we know them, we like them, we trust them, and uh, we commend them to you for your consideration. When you go to the network page, go to secondhalfnow.com, click on network, and then logos and a little uh, additional information plus clickable things to get to their website so you can learn about them and make contact with them. So. We are talking with Rick Johnson, author and speaker and a, an expert, if you heard the first part of the show, an expert on grandparenting. Oh, man, personally living the joys and challenges of grandparenting. So, Rick, let's get back into it. In fact, I want to uh, – the question was, or the issue was, uh, that whole matter of surrender. When you come to the point that you realize this is life-changing now and we have to surrender whatever our dreams might have been. Yeah, and that's a significant challenge, and I'm I'm not sure that I'm an expert on how to deal with that. I mean, you know, the resentment, the disappointment, you know, in our situation, not only with the situation, but even with our children, sometimes we face those mm. kinds of resentments and disappointments that we're being forced to be in this yeah. situation now that we totally had no idea we were going to, nor any desire, nor any vision that it was going to happen. And so the other side of that is, again, how do we help these little people now I mean, it's not their fault, right? So we've got to get beyond that, hopefully in a fairly quick period of time, so that we can give them the nurturing that they need in order to heal from the trauma and losses that they've experienced. Again, whether it's the loss of a parent or whether it's just a parent going to prison or or just being on drugs and can't take whatever the situation is, it's traumatic to the child. And so... You know, for me personally, it was a lot of prayer. It was a lot of talking to other people who had been in similar situations. I don't want to say it was a blessing to have known several men who had lost a child as well, that, but that were able to speak into my life and really give me a lot of help on, on how to put this into perspective and, and deal with it. So I think overcoming the, especially as a man, maybe the desire to isolate myself, if you will, in my grief is very helpful part of overcoming some of that kind of resentment and disappointment. Mm. I was mentioning uh, during the break that uh, as a pastor, many people in my congregations have been grandparents and they have issues. So I've been kind of aware on a peripheral sort of basis, even though I don't have grandkids in my own, certainly old enough, twice old enough almost. <laughs> I'm looking over at Patrick and he's much younger than me and he is a grandparent. Patrick, maybe you can speak into this too about, uh, because you have a two-year-old and a six-month-old and your grandpa, but they, they don't live with you, but they're in the area and you get to see them. What is it like kind of a seeing how that you can invest into their life? Uh, it's, a, it's You know, it, it really is a joy. The challenging thing for me, both of my grandfathers, I, I didn't know either of my grandfathers. Mm. So I don't really have a lot of, of, you know, I had nothing to draw from. Uh, so I feel like I'm figuring it out. Now, my wife, Dana, she is, you can see the unconditional love that she has for for both of our grandkids, uh, I'm I'm still figuring it out, but they are. It really is. Uh, it's nice to be able to have fun and play and and just be silly 
without necessarily as as you said earlier rick without having to be the disciplinarian so you it's almost a no-lose kind of situation it's just fun to love them right where they are and get down at their level and connect with them in a way that their parents obviously can't so we want to switch gears a little bit and go back to your situation in your home rick thank you for opening that uh, curtain a little bit for us and so here you have the joys and so forth of you know of raising your granddaughter your six-year-old granddaughter and there are challenges, and you've referred to some of them. Can you give us a little bit more? I, I have a feeling that some of our grandparents who might be listening, or even parents, and they look at the situation and say, gosh, you know, I can relate to these challenges. So give us a little insight into yeah, well, that. Well, you know, some of the challenges I think that we face that um, we didn't anticipate, you know, I think we have this feeling maybe that we're too old to raise children mm. again. And, you know, there's so much energy and I, we don't have the energy we used to have, nor the stamina. I mean, maybe stam- maybe stamina is the key word because it's, I short bursts, I can still do it. But <laughs> over the long haul of a day, I got to have a couple naps in between there if I'm going to keep up with it. Right? Wow, yeah. But then, you, you know, you've got unexpected financial commitments that uh, if you're retired and you're on a budget and all of a sudden you've got to spend, you know, mm quarter million dollars over 18 years raising a child, you know, that's a significant um, uh, financial commitment that you didn't anticipate. I've already raised my kids. I've got diapers to change again. What if your kids have special needs? I mean, you know, there's all yeah. these different things that we don't think about that are significant challenges for people that are unexpectedly tossed into this yeah. new situation. And because of the stats that you said at the top of the show, I think uh, there are more American adults, you know, boomers and seniors that are dealing with that. We want to make sure that, that uh, we help our listeners understand that there is help available and uh, we wanted to talk about some uh, some things in specific. Rick, you and I talked about uh, the possibility of support groups mm-hmm. and grandparenting workshops. Uh, these are the kinds of things that you can do mm-hmm. uh, in our local area. And uh, Rick is on the plane, goes to other cities and does these things too. So uh, we want to hear from you, listener, if you have an interest in a support group, learning about them or becoming a part of one or starting one or leading one. Or grandparenting workshops, uh, you know, we want to we go to our website secondhalfnow.com and click on the contact page, and uh, let us know of your interest in that. Because in our local area here, we maybe can uh, be proactive in in offering some of those kinds of things uh, with Rick, or maybe Rick can kind of help us learn how to how to do some things on a broader scale too. So, uh, anything you want to say about that, Rick? No, I think you know some of the workshops that we do around the country, in particular on grandparenting have been very um, well-received, um, particularly in the um, churches and things like that where, where you have people that are, you know, this is, a, this is actually a subject that we don't talk a lot about. It's kind mm. of a shadow yeah. subject, and yet it impacts so many people's lives that um, I think there's great interest for it out there more than we acknowledge sometimes. I'm sure, yeah. How, how would someone find out about some of those local workshops? Can they go to your website? Um, and, and if there isn't one in their area, can they, can, how would they, can they bring that to their church as an yeah, idea? Yeah, I think going to our website and then um, you know, just contacting us, and, and um, we can certainly arrange something and, and uh, bring it to whatever venue the joys and challenges of grandparenting today. You, you, Rick, you wanted to end with a message of hope, and we'll only have a few seconds left, unfortunately, sure. but give us that. Yeah, and you know, anybody that's in this situation in any form, um, not just raising them full-time, but I think it's important to understand how important we really are. I don't consider myself a hero, but I think a lot of people who come through these situations that I see I think are one. I mean, literally, you saved a child's life, mm. and, and what wow. greater 
thing is there than that. Yeah. So um, nourish yourself, take good care of yourself, be kind to yourself um, because you're important in that child's life. And wow. Without Amen. you, they, they would suffer a horrible That pain. is outstanding. And I think God will say, thank you, well done. Good Amen. And good and faithful servant. Absolutely. Rick Johnson, thank you so much for coming in today. It's been a joy to have you. Thanks, guys. So, listener, if you have questions about today's topic or have suggestions about other topics or other guests, let us know, secondhalfnow.com. Click on the uh, contact page and uh, send us your ideas, your questions, and we can get you directly in touch with Rick Johnson as well. So, uh, And if you want to sign up to receive our show every week, uh, you can do that and join our subscriber list. So, um, gosh, I'm looking at anything else that we covered. We had lots more on the plan than what we were able to get to. Can you come back another time, Rick? Oh, I'd love to. Good. Add to the hundreds of shows that you've done and because <laughs> you, you're right here in our area. So, listener, we want to thank you for joining us at the table today. Second half now, helping today's 50-plus American live a life that matters. I'm your host, Dr. Dan Critchett, along with co-host Patrick Lyons, and we're saying goodbye for now. And until next time, may God help you. Live a life that matters. So join us at the table again. Find all our shows on the website, secondhalfnow.com. Goodbye for now. You've been listening to Second Half Now, a listening experience dedicated to helping the 50-plus American live a life that matters for second-halfers, boomers, and seniors. As we wrap up this episode, we invite you to take action. Step up, get engaged, do something to learn more. Find out what you can do right now to take a step toward living a life that matters. Connect with us on our website, secondhalfnow.com. Learn the many ways you can listen to the show, share it with others, and actually take some steps in the right direction. Think about it. The opposite of living a life that matters is living a life that doesn't matter. Now that doesn't sound very appealing, does it? Go to secondhalfnow.com and let's explore what's next for you.